Where is Area 51? Chapter 3, The Roswell Connection. From 1947 to 1949, Alamogordo Army Airfield became the launch site for testing high-altitude balloons that carried microphones. This was an early form of eavesdropping. The U.S. government wanted to develop the technology to listen in on the enemy. The New Mexico-based project, known as Project, project Mogule, the was launched on May 29, 1947. Project Mogul was top secret. Most people who worked on it did not even know what it was called then. The team worked at Alamogordo tested at, at very high flying balloons. They hoped they hoped would be able to near enemy bomb test. In June 1947, a weather balloon launched by the Project Magil team crashed in the New Mexico desert. Summer thunderstorms and strange lightning patterns were common in the summer, but some Roswell residents weren't convinced that the weather or a weather balloon had anything to do with the crash that night. Was it a spy plane or a flying saucer and its alien pilot? Before the crash at Roswell, alien spacecraft and science fiction books and movies were usually de de depicted as silent cylinders of familiar rocket-like shape. But on June 24th, 10 days after the crashed balloon was first spotted at Roswell, pilot Kenneth T Arnold was flying his private plane in Washington State. He saw flashes of light in the sky and nine large flat objects flying at very high speeds. He thought they could have been experimental military planes, but he wasn't sure. When Arnold described the sighting to a newspaper report, the objects were reported as being flying saucers. Others obser Other observers claimed to have been flying pie plates and dimes. Two weeks later at Roswell and forever after, the flattened disc shaped the flattened disc shape was referred to as a flying saucer. Where is Area fifty one? Chapter four The Cold War Heats Up. After the end of the Cold after the end of World War Two and throughout the Cold War, people wondered if Russia would ever invade the United States. Could communism spread that far? America raced to develop technology that would help make sure it didn't, and the U.S. government worked hard to keep its intelligence secret. This fast-paced era of scientific development was leading both nations right on into outer space. At the start of the space race, the Soviet Union was in the lead. It launched the very first artificial stat satellite into space in, on October 4, 1957. The satellite's low orbit made it invisible all over the world with telescopes. It was called Sputnik 1, and the CIA wondered what it might lead to. What else could the Russians launch? Spy cameras? Weapons? 
After Sputnik 1 was launched, the CIA feared that a Soviet satellite would now photograph any part of the world, including Area 51. By the early 1960s, in addition to its own satellites, the United States had developed top-secret spy planes called the U-2 and the A-12 Ox Oxcart. The U-2 was a spy plane that could carry up to 700 pounds of photographic equipment and spy on the Soviet Union by taking pictures from a very high altitude. In the, in the 1950s, a normal passenger plane flew just under 20,000 feet above Earth. The A-12 could fly faster than a bullet at an altitude of 90,000 90, feet. After an American CIA pilot named Gary Powers was shot down by a Soviet missile in 1960, the United States knew that the secrets of their YouTube technology would be found out. Francis Gary Powers was a second lieutenant jet pilot in the Air Force when he was recruited by the CIA in 1956. By 1960, he was well-trained in carrying out secret missions in the air. His, his CIA U-2 spy plane was shot down while on a mission over the Soviet Union on May 1st, 1960. He, was been, he had been taking photographs at a very high altitude. When his plane crashed, it was damaged but not destroyed. The Soviets were able to recover its equipment and study the latest U.S.-built technology on, of the plane. Powers survived the crash, but he was convicted of espionage spying and sent to a Russian prison. After a year and nine months, he was exchanged in the spy swap for an American-held so Soviet spy. His capture and the loss of his plane to enemy scientists is known as the U-2 incident. After the U-2 incident, the U.S. government kicked their development of newer and even faster jets into high gear. And they used the CIA uh, Area 51 to do it. These planes would fly faster and higher than any aircraft before them. But the government didn't actually have the engineers and the factories to actually build the secret planes they had designed. So they gave contracts to private, private companies like the American Aerospace and Technology Company Lockheed Martin. With Lockheed Martin, a division known as Skunk Works worked hard to build, build the new government-designed plans. The term skunk works is used by engineers to describe projects that are top secret. They may not even be officially li listened in the company records. The skunk works division at Lockheed Martin is their secret development group in Palm 
Palmdale, California. In 1954, Skunk Works received their contract to build the U-2 spy plane, nicknamed Dragon Lady. The U-2 was the first jet that could fly as high as 70,000 feet in all types of weather. By 1960, the original U-2 was being phased out. It was being replaced with the U-2C in 1960 and the U-2F in 1961. As the difficult work of building their spy planes was carried out in Burbank, California, the CIA began enlarging their site at Area 51. They had they added a new 5,000-foot runway on the lake bed, three new hangars, and better living quarters for the employees. The fir- very first A-12 was built at Lockheed Skunk Works in 1962 and was driven to Area 51 on Chile Mark. Wide load it wide load. It took three days to move the well-disguised convoys from Burbank to Green Lake. The CIA worked very hard to keep their testing secret. They were experts in misinformation, leading people away from the truth. They called planes, articles, and pilots drivers. In their report, they they used code names for everything. There was Project Oxcart, as well as the Air Force's Project Have Donut and Project Have Drill. Project Rainbow was the name given to a research work research project that worked on reduce the chances of the Soviet detecting U two planes. Project Blue Book and Project Grudge were set up to record and study UFO sightings, and Project Saucer was established after Pilot Arnold's sighting in Washington State. But UFO does not mean an alien aircraft. It's the term for any unidentified flying object. By 1962, Area 51 was no longer a temporary test site. It became a permanent U.S. Air Force base. No trespassing signs were placed around the outer edges of the property at this time. Signs warned trespassers that they could be fined up to 1,000 and spend six months in jail. Photographs of the area were strictly forbidden. Area 51 It was now officially off limits to anyone who didn't work there.